many of you probably realize this, but we had a middle school retreat this past weekend, and it's been wonderful. There were 45 kids there. They were great. They truly were great. I'm not saying that in case their parents are here. They really were great kids. And the theme was masterpiece. Masterpiece. And they talked about art, and they did some art, and actually I was blown away by some of the art the kids did because there's some talented kids. But it was also about that we are created by God. Now that's an awesome thing if you think about it. We were created in the image and likeness of God. That's what our theme was. And of course our motto this weekend is this whole gospel that James and John want to sit one at the right and one at the left. And finally he says, get out of town. You know, you, you can't request things like that because all you're going to do is divide the whole church, which is exactly what happened. The apostles were saying, who do you think you are? You know, do you think you're better than the rest of us? And it caused quite a riff within them. And then he reminds them, I came to serve, not to be served. I don't want everybody to be serving me. I want to give service, and I'm giving my life as your ransom. Now that probably scared everybody off, and nobody wanted to be taking Jesus' place for a while. But what he was saying was, we're not here for ourselves. We're not here for our greater glory. We're here to show the greater in glory, the majesty of God, who sent his Son to redeem us. And now the challenge becomes for us, how do we do that in 2021? How do, we did it, how do we do it 40 years ago? How do we do it 100 years ago? And it's always been about how do we serve? And that's the challenge for us. And then when I think about service, I gotta tell you, when I was in the seminary in St. Louis, we had Carmelite nuns who were our cook sisters. And I thought it was a terrible injustice they brought eight nuns in from Mexico who were phenomenal women of faith and phenomenal cooks. We were blessed to have them. The eight of them were given room and board and $21,000 a year as a salary for all eight of them. So that what they were really doing was they were taking sisters and bringing them up so they didn't have to house them and didn't have to feed them but they made $21,000. I mean, that's like $2,000 a nun. You know, that's just wrong. They didn't care. They loved what they did. And if you would say to them, why did you become a sister? They would say, we became sisters because we wanted to serve priests. And when there was no order that wanted us to serve priests, we got to make priests. In other words, we got to educate you guys because I'll tell you what, they gave more spiritual direction than all of the priests together did. There were eight of them and there were probably 20 priests that were in and out. And I'm telling you, whenever we had a reunion, whenever anybody went back to visit the seminary, they always went down to the kitchen to visit the sisters first because they were so happy, so healthy, and so holy that you were attracted to them. And they had great senses of humor. Some of them couldn't um, speak a lot of English, but one year we had one come in, Sister Teresa came in, and we did not know that she was born and raised in Texas. And so if we didn't want the sisters to understand what we were talking about, we would talk real fast. 
Okay, and so we were talking real fast one night because one night a week we would go and barbecue and let the nuns have the night off. And we were sitting down there drinking a beer and the sisters came down and said, do you have any more beer? And we said, of course. So they went over and they were all they're in their habits and they're sitting there drinking beer on the back porch. And all at once this new nun says, I don't know about you guys, but that beer sure hit the spot for me. And we all looked like, she speaks English. Watch it. Okay? But they were absolutely beautiful. I remember they, they were some of the happiest people I've ever met in my life. They had nothing. Okay? They had nothing. And they were some of the happiest, most joyful people I've ever met, truly. I remember one time one of the sisters came down and she said, we had a terrible accident in the chapel. And I said, what? They had this beautiful, they had their own chapel. And they did their own prayers separate from us. And they had a beautiful statue of St. Therese holding a pen because she's a doctor of the church. And in the middle of prayer, somehow that pen slid out of her hand and hit the ground and just shattered. And one of the sisters said, I saw her. She said, I'm not writing anymore. <laughs> but that's joy. I mean, they were happy. They were healthy. They were holy. That's what this gospel is all about. They're saying, work for the salvation of your soul and the souls around us. Life is about love, not about pleasure. But pure love comes only from God. Because the definition of God is that God is love. That's the challenge for all of us. I think our gospel today is telling us, be happy. And you can only do that if you stop chasing after things, but chase after God.